Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. I honestly can't even tell you how many people I have coached that have felt like throwing in the towel. And chances are, if you are feeling like this, like you're ready to quit, you're ready to be done, chances are you are burnt out. Now, a number of years ago, I heard someone speak actually from one of my stages when I was hosting a conference called the Before Conference. I had asked Kit Welchlin, one of our clients at the time, to speak to our group to speak at the conference about this very topic, about being burnt out. What are some of the signs uh, that you are burnt out? Also, also known as stressed, right? (laughs) And I guess maybe they're a little bit different, right? Stress doesn't always mean that you're burnt out, but chances are that that is one of the things that are happening in your life that you're high stress, right? Fight or flight, mode you're in, possibly you're burnt out. One of the things that he shared at that time that has stuck with me so strongly is that when someone hits burnout, that coming back from burnout can take two to five years. And that is even if you are being incredibly proactive or I guess active about it. If you're realizing, hey, I'm burnt out, And I want to do something about it. Something needs to change. I realized in that moment when he said that, and many of the other people around me felt this too, that we were either in burnout stage or close to. And that was created by years of hustle, uh, not taking breaks, not resting, having our foot on the gas a bit too much, uh, and, and never stopping. Now, some people hit burnout because they feel like they're just kind of on a hamster wheel, that they're, they're just kind of spinning along and actually not moving ahead. So I believe that there's kind of two different areas, right? You've hustle, hustle, hustle. You may be seeing success, and that is actually you're in burnout mode, or you're not seeing success, and that is creating this burnout. Either side of it, the result is really the same, you may not feel like doing anything. You may be at a point where you are totally done. Now, just recently, this topic got brought to the top of my attention because I was at a women's conference, actually a Christian women's conference, really not anything to do with business or so I thought, except that day, if you came early, it was actually a a spot about leadership. And there was a gentleman speaking by the name of Carrie Newhoff. I believe that's how you say his last name. I will put his link in the show notes. He was speaking at the Thrive Conference. 
And like I said, I had no idea what to expect. Uh, my sister-in-law asked me if I wanted to go. I was like, heck yes. I get to hang out with both my sister-in-laws and my mother-in-law for uh, a night. And in two days of a Christian conference, I'm there. We got there, find out that it's a thing on leadership, at least for that day, that afternoon. And the topic was burnout. And so primarily his conversation was for people in ministry, you know, pastors, people in leadership within the church. And that is a really easy place to hit burnout pretty quickly. And I soaked up every last second that he said to the point that I took notes on almost every little piece. And I'm going to share some of it with you. Not taking one ounce of credit for this, uh, you know, content here as I share with you that he had 11 signs of burnout. So I would say this is a pen and paper type of moment. Because if you find yourself saying yes, 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 if you find yourself saying yes 11 times that you resonate with all 11 of these, that's a sure sign. If you say yes to maybe five or six, you're either on the verge and need to correct some of those things or you're maybe in complete burnout. Now, if you're below that, awesome. But it's really good for you to see these signs before you hit five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, or 11. The other thing to note that I realized as he was speaking is just because you are burnt out, it doesn't mean you're burnt out in every single area of your life. I was able to go back through this list and apply it to different areas, uh, to my family and to my work business, like my work life, right? My work business (laughs) Uh, and in different areas within my work and in the different things that I do. and. I would say that I don't have an overall burnout in my life, but there's different areas in my life where I see more burnout than others. So I'm just going to jump in. Now, again, this is from Carrie. It was in super educational. He has a book uh, to help support you if you're feeling like you're close to burnout. And I'll put a link there as well. So number one, you are never satisfied. (laughs) Do you feel this? Uh, I have definitely hit that at different parts in my business where I have felt like I'm not satisfied by anything that comes up or is brought to me, a new idea or a new product or a new thing. I'm always thinking of how maybe it could be better or different. And that, my friend, is a sign of burnout. Number two, you've got some brain fog. Hello. (laughs) This was huge for me because I have been paying attention to brain fog a lot in the last few weeks because doTERRA released a new product. And one of the amazing side effects of taking this product is actually reducing brain fog. And I have been a recipient of that side effect. I can only explain it as feeling like someone like plucked cotton out of my brain. I'm able to work longer, work more, uh, have more focus with my kids. It has been incredibly helpful. So brain fog, one of the signs of burnout. Number three, your productivity is tanking. (laughs) I don't know about you. I don't know why I laugh at each one of these because they're not funny. It's actually like a ha ha. Oh, Rudd, this sucks. Uh, But productivity is tanking. If you're finding yourself not being able to work on one thing 
for a long period of time or even even what may used to be a short period of time, this is a sign of burnout. You're not able to focus. Number four, you're self-medicating. Whether you're grabbing that you know, bottle of wine at night on a regular basis and feeling like, hmm, I'm doing this to uh, reduce stress. This is my stress relief. Or for me, I was self-medicating with more work. <laughs> I was thinking that was the solution to my problems. Number five, your passion is fading. So what used to get you really excited is no longer. I can tell you that that definitely has happened in different times of my businesses. And I believe I would have been able to pull myself out of that a little bit quicker had I had some of the tools I'm going to share with you after we go through this. Number six, you're feeling really cynical. Now, I think that goes right along with never satisfied, but this takes it to another level, feeling cynical. And at times, and I'll be completely honest, as things have been ruled out by doTERRA, there have been times where I am instantly, uh, well, I wonder if they're going to have enough stock, or I wonder if the rollout will go as planned, or I wonder if whatever the case is. And now that frustration for me has come on since COVID, right? Supply chains and and all of that, things that really doTERRA has not had control over, but still I got cynical, right? Something brand new is rolling out. I should be really excited. And I shouldn't even, I'm not even saying just should, generally speaking, uh, not even generally speaking, very specifically speaking, I'd always been excited pre-COVID for new products to roll out. Now here I had this little bit of a slight uh, agitation and I was cynical. Now, was there some legitimacy there? For sure. For sure. But also, it is a sign of burnout, feeling more cynical than honestly need be. Seven, no highs and low, no lows. So kind of just this monotone, mundane feeling of life. I can tell you that there have been plenty of times in my personal life where that has come into play. Very specifically with chores, right? House chores, blah, that does not excite me. Some of you listening, that excites you. I have friends that are like, I love to clean my house. What? I don't even understand. Uh, But I was burnt out. I didn't have really a big feeling about it, either high or low. And I knew I I reached burnout in my own home. Number eight, you have disproportionate reactions, right? Or really frustrated or really sad or, right? There's almost like too much emotion uh, happening. Now, some of you might be like, well, there's never too much emotion. (laughs) If you felt it, you felt it. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like you can uh, cry on the drop of a hat. Like those are some signs of burnout, right? Number nine, everybody drains you. Every conversation you have, everything around you is frustrating, right? Like, you know, you could be saying things like, no one will do it as well as I will. (laughs) Have you ever said that, right? You're thinking that, A, this person's going to drain you. 
And it's really because you personally are a bit more burned out. Yeah. Some people are going to be frustrated no matter what, but if you're finding people draining you that once gave you joy or happiness, that's a real big sign of burnout. Number 10, rest and sleep no longer feel you. Now, I have a ton of support uh, within doTERRA for sleep uh, and rest, you know, from oils to supplements to our new product line, all have been super, super helpful. I've said it before on the podcast. I've said it before in any training that I've done and things that I've written that that is a lot of times just helping with the symptom and not the root cause. We want to find the root cause, right? So if you are not in burnout, right, and you're not in a stressful state and you're still not getting good sleep, then, then, right, then we have figured out the uh, root cause is probably some residual stuff that's hanging on and some sleep support wouldn't be a bad idea. But if honestly, rest and sleep are no longer fueling you, that could be a sign of burnout. And number 11, you don't laugh anymore. And this one actually gets me really sad. I, I feel that like I totally have been there and not that I have to relate every single one of these things to myself, but I think just knowing that someone else has been there, there's no judgment uh, and if you're checking it, if you're checking every one of these boxes and you get to this one and, and you're not laughing anymore at things that used to make you laugh, movies or shows or people around you, it could be a sign of burnout. So those are the 11 signs of burnout that Carrie shared. I felt so connected to this in so many ways. And like I said, I took this and applied each one of these to my uh, personal life and to my work life to see which things can I work on and how can I work on them. So I was really hoping that Carrie wasn't just going to give us all these signs and not give us a way out. And he did. He gave us some more insight on this topic. Now he wrote a book uh, called At Your Best, and it goes into great detail uh, about this topic. And he shares the steps in more detail. And the point of this book at your best is to tell you, uh, to share with you when you work the best. So for example, he, you know, had uh, us write out, you know, what hours of the day do you feel like your mind is the most like alive and ready and there? Like, that's going to be the times that you're going to want to be for me as a business owner in writing mode or podcast mode, uh, and not necessarily in meetings or even working out. Uh, his example of working out was he likes to do it in the afternoon because that's usually kind of a slump time for him. Uh, or maybe right away in the morning, some people feel like they can't get their mind going until they've done that. Let's be intentional about, about that. Now, I got this book. I abs I've started it. I'm reading along and it is worth your time. Pick it up at your best by Carrie. Uh, I'll say his name wrong. Newhoff. Uh, I'll put a link, like I said, in the show notes. Now, here are some examples that he or things he gave eight different steps actually to help you if you are feeling like you are in burnt out burnout stage. Again, like you're above a five, 
uh, I would definitely look at some of these areas. Even if you've got a couple, still look at these areas to see what things could I implement in my life to help me either not get in there or reduce that burnout. Number one is simply telling someone who loves you and the person that loves you enough to challenge you and sharing with them, hey, you know what? I'm seeing these signs of me burning out. I need to tell someone that this is how I feel and this is where I'm at. Number two is going beyond the just telling someone. It's simply getting help, whether that be from a mentor or a coach or a counselor, someone that is going to support you one-on-one through this challenge because it can get worse. Number three, do not make any really big decisions like quitting your job or cutting your hair or selling your house or anything like that. If you're in six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, please do not make any really big decisions. Now I can look back and think, oh goodness, I did quite a bit of stuff. (laughs) Probably when I was real burnt out, And I don't look back and regret. I'm happy with where I'm at right now. But I think, hmm, how could things have been different had I not made that really big decision in that moment? That being said, as I say that, I'm thinking, wow, I was at the point, almost at the point of getting divorced. Now, hello, that would have been a really big decision and one that would have impacted many, many, many people. So thankful we didn't do that. (laughs) for tons of reasons. Okay. Number four is grieve your losses. Someone just asked me the other day, have you grieved, like really grieved Tenacious, your marketing company? And I was like, yep, I have. I can truly say I've grieved it. I've got no no uh, sad feelings there. I know it was time for that to rest. And I, I took the time to grieve it. Now it took me longer than I probably thought it would have, but I did. Number five, just do what you can. And I think that's really important that your day doesn't have to look the same as it used to. Remember that got you to where you're at if you're feeling like you're in burnout. So doing that same uh, day isn't going to be helpful for you moving forward. Doing more is not going to get you out of burnout. Six, rest deeply. If this is one of your biggest concerns, I would absolutely love to be able to get some oils, essential oils in your hands. And I would be happy to send you out a little mini bottle on me for you to see if this would work for you to be helpful for rest. It's so important. I always say to my kids, like, God made it so that literally a third of your life, you are supposed to be sleeping. He obviously believes this is important for us, right? So let's get this right. And the rest of our day can be a lot easier if we're getting enough rest. Number seven is develop some hobbies. Ah, this one is so hard for me anyways. I'm like, hobby, if I have extra time, I'll work. So this has been an interesting one for me to find. And actually my kids have done a good job at pulling this out of me, you know, playing cards, connecting with my kids, doing the things that they love. Although those are their hobbies. I'm not so worried about whether or not I'm going to have a hobby 
uh, once they leave the house, my husband and I love to be able to do stuff together, uh, like hiking and just simply going for walks, hanging with our dog, connecting, traveling, all of that stuff. So no worries there. Uh, but I do like to find in, I do find interest in the things my kids are up to, you know, going to their sporting events and whatnot. And those feel like hobbies to me right now. And I like it. And number eight, now don't sigh when I say this, because I know that this is maybe an irritating uh, phrase, (laughs) Uh, but design a new normal. Now, I know maybe we got sick of that, right, in the last few years, but there's some truth in that, that going back to what we knew won't be helpful. And we need to design what it's going to look like moving forward so that we don't end up in burnout again. Now, I hope this was really helpful. I would highly suggest grabbing up uh, Carrie's book at your best and gobbling it up, writing down the things that you, you know, maybe are in burnout in and what things you can do to get out of that burnout as quickly as possible so you continue moving forward. I hope this was helpful for you today. As always, I would absolutely love to have a conversation with you over on the gram. And if you haven't been to my website yet, you can go to at or tinapettis.com, www.tinapettis.com. And you'll find on there uh, a download that I have actually a five-step piece of education that I've created about being more confident. It's actually called the five steps to be more confidently you. And I believe if you take those five steps seriously, you will find more confidence. See you guys next week on the podcast.